anytime you're ready. I'm ready. Anytime. Go ahead. All right. Do you need it written down? No. Actually, maybe. <laughs> when I did it with, who did I even talk Bones. to? With Bones. Yeah, I was like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> even then, I was like, I could feel Chris here just like poking me. <laughs> uh, welcome to Nerds Geeks in the Kitchen Sink, the podcast that is like hanging out at the video store. <laughs> How about that delivery? There you go. I mean, it was quite uh, NPR of you, yes. Mm. Mm. <laughs> or public radio broadcast. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I, I thought you were going to make are, me... Are you going to talk about your sweaty balls? Oh. Well, oh, I see. <laughs> That's that same voice. Yeah, yes. I know. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Uh, hi. What's going on? I'm recovering from uh, <laughs> some kind of a... Weather change related health event involving my face and nose. <laughs> in the face, right in the face, right in the face. <laughs> so I'm, I'm good. I've just, I am a little bit medicated. So. I, I, I know you've missed this because it's been a couple of weeks. So. You, yeah, you made me talk to Bones last week, I, I, two weeks ago. You know, I would say I'm sorry, but I enjoyed it. No, what for the dude. most part. You want to get right we'll into get this? Into I, I'll, I'll wait. All right. I'll wait. We can do right. the... You got your corrections today. And it's not so much corrections. Amendments. It's a little bit of rebuttals because I wasn't there to actually explain a little better. Okay. And I was, you know, shall we say... I, I, I'm not going to say jet lagged because I didn't take a plane. Hmm. But it was after... Travel lag. You know, travel lag and a concert. Yeah. Which was... I've... I've been in two weeks, been to two concerts, and yeah. going to another one next Saturday, hopefully. Cool. So, who who you been seeing and who you gonna see? Okay. Um, for my daughter's birthday present, we went to go see Greta Van Fleet mm-hmm. in Grand Rapids, Michigan. How was Led Zeppelin? <sighs> he sounds more like Kenny. Uh, okay, if you had a love child of the voice of. Robert Plant, Getty Lee, and why is the lead singer of Yes escaping my mind? Oh, boy. I know who you mean. With (laughs) the showboat flamboyance of Freddie Mercury on stage. Freddy (laughs) Krueger. Well, that would make it even more interesting. But you get Josh uh, Kitska, which is the lead singer of Greta Van Fleet that we went to go see. Good show? Awesome show. Really uh, and, and that was one of the things I was going to, you know, I think we're going to talk a little bit about music on this one. Sure, yeah. We haven't done it in a while. Yeah. But um, probably in the top five concerts that I've been to. Really? Yeah. Wow. I'm surprised you I that. mean, I, I'm like, uh, I, I love anything from classic rock to Metallica, heavy metal mm-hmm. to even some of the newer stuff. And I like a little bit of country too. It's not, you know, I'm not the Hank Williams era, even though my grandma actually performed that kind of music on Channel 4 back like, oh, wow. a long time ago. That's amazing. So, um, that's the first I'm hearing of this. Oh, yeah. And, you know, my, my grandma was, has an LP and everything what? else. Uh huh. That's amazing. But uh, they had like the old uh, like Saturday night like on black and white TV coming yeah. out of St. Louis. Uh, yeah, my grand, my mom was actually a little kid sitting on a hay bale on the shows a lot of times next to them. That's him. really funny. Her and her husband they had a they met like Hank Williams Senior and you know during those kind of days, you know they had a uh, kind of a 
the bar you see where the tables are nailed to the floor. Yeah. <laughs> over in in uh, Grant, you know, in the Granite area over there originally long time ago, so but uh you That's know, cool. to clean a cut you used moonshine kind I of thing. I did not know any of this. Oh yeah, yeah, I never I'm surprised I never told you. This is this is on you, Chris. That's um that's why both of my kids are musically inclined, but, you know, I'm just good at drinking. You got, so, <laughs> you got one or the other. I got It was one or the other. But anyway, um, no, awesome concert. I mean, they we got out, started actually, the concert got over with and heading out of our seat at 11 o'clock. Pretty standard, yeah. And they, they, they started a little early. So, I mean, they went for over two hours. Who opened? Um, the Velveteers. The Velveteers, which was this three-piece band, and they were okay. And then, oh man, I'm trying to remember. They were kind of, they were not bad. I can't remember the name of them. The lead singer dressed and kind of looked from a distance like Barry Gibb. the 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 keyboard player looked like he should have been like you know the old country band confederate railroad with the giant beard oh yeah and when he was headbanging doing the thing the beard literally would like fly in the air and cover his face it was hilarious to watch um but i kind of called them posers because like they're kind of walkout music like the pre they were playing basically the the music before Metallica starts. Oh, like what was it? And you know the the theme song from uh, the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Oh right, yeah, they always come out to that. I'm like, they? why would they play that? I was like, no. Metallica At this point, that. no matter how well you do, you're a poser when you come. That's, that's funny. Yeah, so, but I can't remember. I and they weren't important enough to actually remember. Yeah. And the Velveteers, I only remember because the lead singer was the bassist and a girl. I mean, it's just. They were unique, a little unique. Um, God, I'm trying to like what I can compare them to. Yeah, what do they sound like? I would go like, like a little '90s punk sort mm. of with metal, like. Interesting. Probably not for me. Maybe I don't know. I gotta hear them. Yeah, you I would, shouldn't write uh, them off. Yeah. It wasn't bad. I mean, it's not. It wasn't really my cup of tea, but it kind of reminded me of some of that, like '90s punk metal. Okay, kind of interesting enough. You don't well, want you don't want exactly what's when you're going to see Greta Van Fleet, Greta Vaughn or Van 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 Fleet. Yeah. When you're going to see them, you don't want the band before them to be a Led Zeppelin cover band. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> you're gonna have too much of the same thing. I'm not trying to. No, I'm, I know. I'm trying to say you, you want it to be something a little different. Yeah. No. And, no. And then you know, talking about you know, uh, we they hear that all the time. I'm sure you know, they've got a lot of different music, and I think over the last couple, especially this last one. I mean, is it in like the the '60s? You're talking about Greta, hippie, yeah, Greta, Greta Van, Van Fleet. Fleet now. I don't. Um, I don't care about them enough to. No, I know to really have an opinion. No, but I, I'm gonna say Ooh. I was. And you know, really it's my daughter. It, it was fun. You know, uh, Jake, the kid. That's there's three brothers, and then the drummer is like a friend. The Hansons. No, these guys definitely aren't the Hansons. <laughs> hey, those guys, those kids can rock. Okay, <laughs> okay. Those Hanson brothers. Those, yeah. those kids yeah, yeah, can yeah, rock. No. Um, I mean, almost a ten minute guitar solo. 
That's too long. A nine-minute drum That's solo. Too, it, you know, in you know, kind of that intermission in, in during the thing where you do, somebody does a solo. Yeah, a, a, a classic like, concert, like a classic concert, yeah. an eight-minute drum solo. That's too long. That, I'm a drummer. That's too long <laughs> <laughs> for your arms, maybe. But it was, it was. <laughs> a, I mean, it was good. It was good. It was a hell of a show. That's cool. Um, you know, they didn't go overboard on you know the stage, quote unquote. You know, stuff, you know, not set changes or anything, yeah. but, you know, a little pyrotechnics, a little lights, and, you know, it was really good. I mean, I, I was highly impressed and highly... And they sounded good. Sounded just like on on what you hear on... on they were on, lip syncing? No. Okay. <laughs> no, believe me, no. You would be able to tell um, because of some of the ad limbs and everything else sure. in it. You would be able to tell with no problem. No. Does he, he have, sounded, like, a thing that he does? You know how some vocalists will do, like, have a thing? Like like Metallica, for example. I know you like them. Yeah. He'll go, yeah, hey. Uh, or, like, uh, there's a band AFI who is known for going, oh. <laughs> like, that's his thing. Oh. I think just his voice <laughs> alone is, like, his thing. Does he have, a, like, a go-to vocal thing? I, I don't know. You know, I nowhere near can get as high as his voice, but he's like the the like uh oh, uh, you know, kind of. Oh, he does kinda, do one. Okay, yeah, he kind of has a little bit of one, but that's cool. Something uh, to look forward to, a little yeah. treat. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, that was my daughter's Christmas present. And that's really we cool. We went to that one, and actually, my mom got tickets for her to go again next week. Oh, hopefully. Two of the guy, two of the brothers got pneumonia. Oh no! So, uh, well, one of them's fine now. The other one had a little bit of an issue. So, hopefully, they won't have to reschedule. Uh, we wish a speedy recovery to the Hanson brothers. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Hey, now you liked. Sorry. You thought it was very cool. No, they have limited posters. The poster you know, for rules. And I, I'm again, I'm serious. Yeah. I bet I would have a great time at that show. I think you would have a blast. I'm sure I it's, would. It's it was it was a fun show. So, uh, no, I, I'm for sure. I would have a great time. I'm live music is my, is yeah. my absolute jam. Oh yeah. And I mean, you know, it's, it was, you know, the average was like the 20 something. I thank God oh, yeah. I wasn't the oldest. Yeah, oh yeah. There's always some <laughs> Well, and they're from Michigan. So when we went to Grand Rapids, Michigan, they start their whole tour yeah. in, in Michigan. Grand so Rapids, it's like Michigan. there's family and, you know, everything else running around in there. Yeah. So there were, there were plenty of older than me. Last show we went to was Cradle of Filth. Yeah. <laughs> Just to give you an idea about my preferences here. Yeah. Uh, we saw Cradle of Filth in Chicago. And behind us in line was this woman who was probably 70 or, or more. <laughs> yeah. And she was talking to people. And her her whole thing was I'm the metal granny and I have go on to my that was her stick go on to my Instagram I record all the shows I'm the metal granny <laughs> and she she was like recognizing people and like really? talking about shows she saw in that's funny the 70s yeah and, and it was it, I mean it, she was an interesting lady yeah and I never looked up her Instagram but I should have if yeah. you're out there metal granny shout outs come on here <laughs> come talk to us that would be fun yeah it, she was cool so yeah what I what the point is. Yeah, the age thing has nothing to do with it. No, 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 no. But I'm saying the average age was probably from like 16 to 28. Yeah, you know, so kind of that that window in there. But it, like I said, it was. I was highly impressed. I was, you know, I'm anytime any, you know, I would say most modern bands 
that have been within the last, you know, 10 years. You really worry about, and I mean, it, it happened previously too, but you worry how well they sound live sure. compared to on recording, yeah. you yeah. know? So, and I would say they sound exactly, if not better, live. I've had a couple of weird experiences. Number one with a bullet was around 2006 or seven. Yeah. I was really into the band Trivium. Okay. I'm not a, really in, into them anymore at, at all. Really. I've heard you mention them once or twice. But yeah. I, used to, I used to really like Trivium. Yeah. That, that one record, really, uh, I forget what it's even called. Ascendancy? That was mm-hmm. a really good. I liked it at the time a lot. I was in a metalcore, and they were more metalcore then. Right. Anyway, I was pretty excited to see them at this. Uh, we were at a... Oh, great. <laughs> Chris dropped his drink cap. I wasn't supposed to say anything, and now he's just... <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> He leaves it on the floor. That's why I'm playing it. Power Placing move. it very far away from All me right. so I don't knock it over and like <laughs> short something out. Anyway, we saw Trivium at Sounds of the Underground, and they were they sounded so terrible. Yeah, they were too drunk. They they were they did not command that stage right. with any sort of authority. I I was really really not impressed. And then In Flames came on, who at the time I was sort of only just getting into. Right. And I was blown away by In Flames. Like, In Flames made Trivium look like babies. <laughs> Total babies. Well, talk about a show like that. And mind you, how long ago this was. Danzig was headlining. Mm-hmm. Uh, White Zombie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not even Rob. Was, was, yeah, was the opening act. Yeah. And the second, the middle act, which was like the, the, the lesser headliner, was Marilyn Manson. Yeah. And oh my God, that was horrible. Manson was horrible. Manson was horrible. I've always thought so. <laughs> That's not a surprise I mean, to me. You know, never was a fan. Radio things, maybe one or two songs that they've done that I was I was good with. I always but, like his choice of covers. He's, yeah, he makes he makes good choices, and like the band that he's set up around him is excellent. He's dr- the 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 uh, rhythmic song. Oh yeah, is exactly. like probably one of the best remakes of any. It's great, but he sucks. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I mean, concert wise, yeah, they were horrible. I mean, White Zombie was was good. I mean, you know, it was early Rob Zombie. You got to you hear know? Rob Zombie go, yeah, bing bang, <laughs> bing bang, bang. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, whatever he says. Yeah, yeah. but that's you know, and and dancing hasn't changed in no. 30 hey, years. He's touring with Cradle of Filth this uh, year. It, we should go. Well, hey, Greta Van Fleet was touring with Metallica, so. That's fun. That's fun. And so you got to give him a little credit that, you know, a band that's been around for 40 years that's. Takes him along with him. Yeah. Yep. So. But no, and then um, last Friday we went to uh, my wife and I. It was her birthday present, which her birthday is next week, next Friday. But we'll be at. Uh, Another concert next week, so <laughs> you just, concerts all over. The but place. this one's again for my daughter because uh, we're going to Peoria to see Greta Van Fleet again. Hopefully, like yeah. I said. Um, You're anyway, now. No, my daughter is. We're just the drivers. <laughs> um, but anyway, it was a small little venue in Edwardsville, which is an old movie theater. Mm-hmm. Like, um, imagine. Okay, we have one close to us, which is an old time movie theater, the Orpheum. Yeah. Imagine that amount of seats, yeah. But take half of it and put them in the balcony, yeah. And have a long stage. What's like, the name of the venue? Uh, the Wildly. Yeah, I've in been Edwards. there. Oh, okay. You I've know, been there for a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, it was a country music. He's a singer songwriter called David Nail. I don't know. Uh, and, 
my wife and likes him a lot. We've seen him a couple times. That's cool. And it's um, a great venue for that. Yeah. And Perfect I mean, it was a that. small, it wasn't a huge big band. He, it was, if you're old enough to remember like the MTV Unplugged or sure, um, like VH1 Storytellers, yeah. he kind of didn't act like that. I like that a lot. Like I more did too. of an acoustic show. And but... I got a front row seats for my wife for her birthday. So that's, I like those types of shows quite a bit. So, you know, he played music. Um, yeah, had a keyboard, um, him with the guitar, had an electric guitar, but then like the drummer had the snare and then just the box bass. Oh yeah. That's so, fun. you know, and they were right up, up front and it was really, it was a fun, fun, That's you awesome. know, show. What a cool place to do that too. Yeah. And they played, they played for like hour 45 minutes, almost two hours, yeah. you know, and then talking and stuff too. So in between, it, it was a fun little show. Yeah. That's awesome. So. Yeah, well, that's good. Every so often you get a bad concert, and then you're like, well, I don't want to do concerts anymore. Yeah. And you've already got more coming, so right. good thing it was good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I may have, may have like passed my ticket on to a daughter's friend for next weekend if, I would. if, if the Grand Rapids one wasn't, wasn't very good. Yeah, I would have. So I would have been like, yeah, you can take a bite. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So, okay, let's, let's kind of... More of that conversation. Top five, you know, we do list sometimes. Top five concerts you've been to in your life. Top five concerts I've ever been to. This is really tough. This is really tough. Uh, probably Devin Townsend is number one with a bullet. He, I'm, I know I went the wrong direction here, but. No, no, I mean. Uh, probably the best concert I've ever been to. Best performance I've ever seen. Let's, say, right. let's put it this way. The best performance I've ever seen. Right. Devin Townsend, easily. At this tiny, tiny venue in St. Louis. Yep. And there was no Give bad... Give a shout out to it. What it was it? I'm trying to remember what it was called. <laughs> the something. The, the... The pageant? No, 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 no. Way smaller than the pageant. Way smaller? Like ridiculous. Okay. I, I couldn't believe Devin was in this tiny place. Really? There was literally no bad place to stand. Hmm. Incredible little yeah. venue. Um, and his energy was... Even though it was a small little venue... Yeah. I think maybe he was... Maybe that's why. He was perfectly at home. Right. The stakes were zero. He put on and he didn't have to but he put on the the most energetic and just mind-blowing performance i've ever seen his 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 passion and his uh his performance was out of this world when it was over he stayed out the whole band left the stage he stayed out and just like shook everyone's hand and was just like hanging out oh that's awesome no one ever does that no it, it, it was excellent it was excellent that's and, cool. and, and uh, the added bonus to that show was that there was an opener that i really liked there were two openers. The one I didn't care about so much called right. Oni. They were fine. Yeah. They didn't do much for me, though. They were kind of bland metal. Yeah. Sorry, Oni. Maybe you've changed. Uh, but then the other band was called Thank You, Scientist. Okay. Really weird combination. Yeah. The singer sounds somewhere between Getty Lee and Michael Jackson. Okay. Honestly. Um, no, I mean, that's. Uh, I, I just talked about, yeah. you know. He's some, somewhere in there. <laughs> right. But then the band is like. It's like a ska type. It's a ska type composition of the band. So you've got okay. like trumpets and all this brass, right? A lot of guys in this band, right? And a drummer and stuff. Okay, but then they play like it. It's funky rush sort okay. of sounding thing. Very strange. But there's some metal in there, and there's right. some breakdowns and like a little bit of heaviness. Not a, not, not much, right? But like also awesome melodies, just really tight. That's cool. Really well That's composed cool. music. Like it just, it's very unique. Yeah. I think the whole point is it was extremely unique. Yeah. 
And so I wasn't expecting much from them. I had heard them a little bit beforehand. I always check them out on Spotify or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. well, what's the opener going to be like? What what can we expect? Right. But this was one I of the ones. I usually try to do that yeah. too when it's. But this is one of the ones where I was like, my mind was blown. I was all, I, and by the time like it was time for Devin, I was like, wow, I could have watched another hour of these guys. Yeah. You know, but then Devin just scooped it back up and what an amazing show. So that is my number one show ever. I also, uh, I've seen Opeth a few times. I really liked them. They put on a great show. Yeah. But they have zero stage presence. Right. I mean, they are a, I, I don't know if that's the right way to put it, but they don't do any type of show. Yeah. They maybe have some lights. Yeah. And and even when you're seeing them, the, like Michael Ackerfeld is a singer. And he's like, you know, we don't have pyrotechnics or, right. you know, we're just some old men up here playing the guitar. So, you know, thanks for coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've seen Gary Newman, who is excellent. Um, we've seen Cradle of Phil three times. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan of them, but yeah. I just love them. They're fun. Uh, we saw Ghost and Carpenter Brute. That would be an excellent. Sh- that was an excellent show. Because I can of the, imagine the show would because be, of the pageantry right, of Ghost. Yeah, uh, and well, and Carpenter. I didn't really know them. Yeah, and they're one of my all time favorites now. And they they had a hell of a performance because I you never know with that le- type of electronic music how much of it's going to be performed, how much of it's going right, to be backing right. tracks or whatever. But they had guitar, they had drums. That's cool. Uh, they had I mean, bass, yeah. yeah. So, and, and then on top of that, no lights were on on the stage. The, the stage was darkened, but they had a screen that showed essentially music videos that would sync up with what they were doing. Right. And because most of the tracks don't have vocals. Well, that's that's the kind of cool thing with like Metallica, even though they have, you know, if you've been to one of their newer live shows, yeah. they do a lot of that. It's hell the of same a production. Thing that goes, yeah. yeah. But with Carpenter, it, you know, they're a tiny little synthwave group right and they played clips from these very obscure 80s slashers yeah. 70s and 80s That's slashers cool. um and it it fits so well and talk about an atmosphere and a mood oh yeah i mean it was a whole thing and it that uh, they sort of outshined ghosts in some ways so yeah that another excellent one so those are some a few of my favorites i've been to lots of festivals i've been right. to tons of concerts yeah and played in a lot of concerts, yeah. so it's hard for me to to really give you a top five. But those are right. some of my immediately memorable ones. Yeah. Probably the last one I'll tell you about is we saw we saw Porcupine Tree and uh, Coheed and Cambria. <clears throat> I'm not a Coheed fan, right? And we were standing in line. <laughs> these guys in front of us were like, "We're here for Coheed. What's this Porcupine Tree?" And the other guys like, "I don't know. Probably some local band. They sounds like they suck. They probably suck." <laughs> and I'm like, "You guys have no idea." <laughs> So we left after 10 minutes of Coheed because for some reason Porcupine Tree did not open. They did open. Oh, oh. They, I thought they would have. Uh, yeah, they, I thought uh, they would have been the headliner. Headline, but I meant. No, I guess yeah. they let they let Coheed do it. And uh, wrongly. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. What about you? That's cool. Um, probably the best concert I've ever been to was Metallica 1992. That was the Black Album. I was in the snake pit, in the middle of the stage. You were the snake pit. I I was one of the snakes. (laughs) Reeling around. Yeah, so that was was like my freshman year in college. Perfect time to go. I mean, Rosemont (laughs) in Chicago area. That that was an awesome one. Um, Probably like my number two would be, and I know some of our St. Louis people would know Point Fest. Oh, yeah. I went. The Point Fest one is probably still the best show. Who was on Point Fest one? The headliner was um, Violent Femmes. Okay, yeah. And he goes out with the um, oh god, what is it? The the farmer song. Farmer of the Dell. 
No. The one about the Hamster well. Dance. The well about throwing his kid in the well. <laughs> I don't know if I know the song. Oh my god. It, it the the whole show started with a red spotlight and it was, you know, of course it was like ten o'clock at night. Yeah, oh yeah. And him in the middle and just the red spotlight the whole song. That's cool though. So <laughs> and it literally they had it like pinpointed to it was like mid chest to the top of his head. That's cool. And I was close enough. I mean like three eleven and um I'm, I gotta, no, I gotta interrupt you for that's a, fine for a two thumbs down on three eleven. No, I and, no thanks. No, I'm just, I and that was not. I'm just trying to remember everybody. No, you, if you like them, that's fine. No, it's I just, did. Just not I, for I'm me. not. No, but I mean, like, uh, they might mean Giants was in it. Sure, that's fine. That's um, fine. Uh, you know, God, I'm trying to think. Of everybody that was in it, it was, it literally. We got there the the Point Fest one. We got there at nine o'clock in the morning. The show started at like ten. What venue was it? At the Riverport. Riverport. Okay, yeah. that's kind of what I assume. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know how big the first one would have been. Well, and it was. Got those they Batman had bands. two stages. Okay, yeah. You know, they had the the minor stage that was playing like side bands, and then yeah. you had the big stage, and like now some of the ones that are on the side stage were were ones you like know of, of course, today. Yeah. Um, a third one, which is kind of odd, which was a small venue on the landing. It was Gravity Kills and Pale Divine. What's what venue? Oh God, I'm trying to think. It's and it was more of a bar. It wasn't like Mississippi Nights or sure. or the you know. I'm so lucky. I got to perform at Mississippi Nights one That's time awesome. right before they closed it. Oh, geez. I was so happy to have yeah. done that. Yeah, yeah. That was that was a shame that that place closed. Yeah. That was such an awesome venue. I love that place. Yeah, I know. I've I've been to several smaller shows at oh, Mississippi yeah. Nights. Um. God, I'm trying to think. It's on the far side of the landing. Okay, not that but important. It, no, not wondering. that important, but it was like, you know, it had the expo- exposed brick interior. Sure, oh yeah. And the stage, it was like, the the venue was split up in two, and the stage was like almost in the middle. Interesting. And they almost could play like in the round. Hey, that's cool. It was, it was pretty it's cool. It's a unique setup. Yeah, it was a unique setup, but I don't even think they're open anymore. Yeah, a lot know, of those places come A lot of go. those places are closed. Yep. Um... Probably number four would be the dancing concert. Yeah. That was at the American. Yep. That that venue was awesome. Uh I got to see dancing break somebody's hand. We've talked well, you've talked you've told that story here. Yeah. Yeah. Um let's see. Honestly, I'm gonna have to go with this last one though with with the uh It was great. Greta Van Fleet. Hey, that's I mean really cool I was I mean, and and in honorable mention, and this was another, you know, Donner's concert was the show production wise was Imagine Dragons. I bet they had a hell of a production. They had a hell. I mean, they got the money. You're talking like a twenty foot bass drum at one point in there. What is the point? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, tons of laser light. You know, the production wise. Now lasers, I can get behind. And I mean, at one point, it looked like. A laser like jam, you know. I mean, just the way they had them set up was yeah. all over. Um, my daughter got a guitar pick because we were close enough standing, you know. Um, and yet another one that was went to my daughter vocally. You know, say what you will about the group, I don't like it so much anymore. But uh, pentatonics. Yeah, whatever. I your mean, thing is your thing. You know? No, and I know, but I mean, just vocally, it's impressive what those I mean, that, guys that's can do. I mean, that's all it is. is and, and that's all it is. <laughs> no, and then like the, the one guy who does the beatbox stuff, mm-hmm. 
he was playing at one point, like, you know, like I said, the instrumental breaks that they have when people are doing, changing yeah. and getting drinks and stuff in the yeah. back. Playing the cello and beatboxed. I mean. It sounds weird. I know. And I'm sure it was cool. I mean, it's it just impressive. Yeah. So, and I mean, that that again is just impressed with somebody being able to do those kind of things. Of course. And the harmonies. It's, yeah. You know, and then the Imagine Dragons. I'll, I wouldn't put them in even really the top 10 ones that I've seen. Sure. But kind of impressive on in that little spectrum of right. show production and like just vocal ability. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, I mean, they were awesome. Uh, it's all, every Anytime you get to go to a live venue, just oh, the yeah. atmosphere alone, no matter almost what it is. Yeah, oh yeah. The, uh, we saw the Midnight a couple years ago. Same place we saw Gary Newman and Devin yeah. Townsend, but I can't remember the name of it. Yeah. And there was a guy in front of me who had a massive joint. Just, <laughs> ma- I mean, the biggest one I've ever seen. And it, and it was like the Cheech and Chong movie. It ones? was. It was ridiculous. Or uh, Grandma's Boy. Yeah, <laughs> it was ridiculous. And he just he lights it up and takes a huge hit, and he goes. This is the best night of my life. And then he disappears into the crowd. <laughs> and that pretty much sums it up. <laughs> oh. Oh, we went, um, what was it, a couple years ago when Metallica was in uh, at Bush Stadium when they did the stadium tour. Mm-hmm. Uh, Logan and I, my son and I, went. And it was like the same thing. We were really close. You know, the way the seating was, we were, like, almost in front, and, uh, the you know, the GA crowd was right there with... It, it, we almost had the same experience yeah. with that with somebody. <laughs> it was this also it was someone like, else's best night of their life. Yeah, and I mean, the thing looked like a cigar, not even a... <laughs> and it was, like, a massive, just, like, yeah. cloud. Yeah. And it's like, yep, yeah, we're right, we're definitely at a... <laughs> I could tell concert stories all day, oh, but we yeah. should probably oh, yeah. move on. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> well, I would like to talk about the new Ghost record. Okay, I know a lot of go people, for it. A lot of our listeners uh, are into Ghost, and I like them. I like them, too. They're not... I would not call them my favorite band ever, but um, I would be lying if I said I didn't listen to a good right. amount of Ghost. Uh, have you heard the new record, Impera? I have not yet. Okay. I mean, we talked about it a couple days ago, and sure. I just haven't had a chance. No, it's cool. Uh, I just wanted to give my thoughts briefly. Go for it. Go for I I think the new record is is interesting, but it is not. It's probably not one that I would put in their top. Yeah, it's not even in the top three. I, I don't know where to even begin with it. It they have sort of changed where their influences are coming from, right? Or I don't know if that makes any sense. That basically no, I, 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 they I focused understand. on they focused on a different style here, right? Completely. I mean, it's. There's no arguing about this. Yeah. The style has become more of like a 80s um something like uh Def Leppard or something like that. Uh Oh. Uh, a little bit. Not just them, but I mean you hear things a lot of things like that same sort of rock though, that sort of like Def Leppard going back to like Foreigner probably some Boston some stuff like that. Okay. It's like that specific type of rock, you know what I right. mean? Right. Um and it it sort of loses its gothic atmosphere right. because and, they're doing and, these rock ballads and rock, uh, you know, this more, not quite hair metal. Some of it is kind of right. tiptoes into hair metal a little bit. right? And But almost that pre-hair metal kind of. Yeah, exactly, though. Uh, it It's not a bad record. The songs are weird. I mean, come on. The songs are excellent. They're really well written. Mm-hmm. But for me, the style is not 
what I yeah. what I dig about what I dig about Ghost is that they sort of have this goth thing going on. Um, I even like the last record, which a lot of people didn't, but it, the last one's sort of like this like goth um, stage performance. It's like a it's like a play almost. It's like this uh, very um, really well produced. Uh, like a stage performance. I don't right. know what I don't know what else to call it. It's like it's very operatic. What's well, a production? I mean, it's, it's yeah, almost, exactly. It's not so much of a recording, but a production. I mean, it, it is, but it, yeah, it's it, it's hard to explain that. But but it definitely has more of that has more of a theatrical theatrical feel. feel. That's exactly what I'm thinking okay. of. But this new record does not have that so much. Right. It is more just like rock songs. Yeah, and they don't. They sort of lack the the atmosphere. You know, there's less creepy organs and stuff right. and more just like guitar solo well i mean you know you go to the bands that you know have had a longevity even though they you know they've all changed up some oh for sure and that's uh, but, fine but they've all had still had that kind of it's still ghost theme listen yeah it's still ghost yeah, yeah if yeah. you like ghost you'll probably like this and there's some good songs on this record right there's one that i think you'll definitely like okay when i first heard it i said Oh, there's a new Metallica song. <laughs> <clears throat> Have you heard the song Little Sunshine? Mm-mm. Let you just tell me. Okay. I want to play. I'm just going to give you a Go little ahead. bit of this and It sounds like Black Album. Yeah. You can just hear James Hetfield. <laughs> yeah. And the production of it is almost identical to that record. It sounds yeah. just like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like not, uh, Metallica, ACDC. Yeah. It's one of those. Yeah. Now, this song is a standout. Um, but then the other ones are like... Um, you, you tell me what this reminds you. Here. I'm going to give you this... Uh, You tell me what this makes you think of here. I think it's this one. I would have thought like rat or a point. Uh huh. Yeah. No, a hundred percent. And you immediately went to that. Yeah. And again, not that it's bad. No, it's just different and doesn't hold the same. I mean, seriously, with the what? Yeah, that's Def Leppard, right? Seriously. But but when you're used to something completely different from them, oh yeah, it's just it's just strange. Again, not that it's bad. No, no, I get it. No, it's just totally different. Um, and there's this song, Twenties, that I was like, what? Like I was trying to figure out what they were doing. Like they released it as a single, and it it sounds like, uh. Ghost doing a system of a down impersonation, but like with that same sort of '80s sound, that right. rock, you know. So I don't know. I I don't want to sit here and say bad things about it. It's it's good. It's just not what I would have preferred from them. Maybe right. and maybe I'll appreciate it more with time, you know. Yeah. But just right out of the gate, I would not put it in their in their top few. Right. It's fine. It's fine. Again, it's fine. Yeah. It is just not it's what just I want from them. Not. Well, and like I said, you know, even though, like I say, you know, we've said them several times, Metallica, they've changed their sound, oh, of course they have, yeah. but it, but it still has the Metallica feel to it. Sure. So, I mean, do I prefer Battery to Unforgiven? Well, hell yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean, I, since you have, but I heard, appreciate both of those. Yeah, songs. I appreciate both of them, but it still had a Metallica feel to it. 
Oh, of Bon Song. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That doesn't sound like most of anything of Ghost. <laughs> no, so, yeah. so I'm like, it really doesn't have any kind of. It's just rock music yeah. at this point, you know, which is fine. But it's like, why are you dressed like Evil Pope then? Yeah. It doesn't quite fit. At that fit. point, yeah. <laughs> you know, what are you going to do, Ramstein next? Oh, I, hey, <laughs> I'm on, I would be on board. I was going to say, that would be fine. But... Ramstein. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, they have a new, uh, I think a new album coming out. I saw their new. I was saying, isn't it? They have a new music another video. another month or something? They have a new music video that's ridiculous. <laughs> It, they they treat it like it's like legit art, like, yeah. and it is. I mean, not, not no no shade or no. whatever, but it it is kind of funny that they're just like this band, you know, knowing about Rammstein, and then yeah. they're doing this like beautiful music <laughs> video. It's like it's way better than it has any right to be. It's like amazing, and they're making these grand statements about life and death yeah. and existence in general. Yeah. It's kind of funny to think about, like yeah. That. It, it, but it fits them. Yes, of course. I mean, it really fits. It does. If yeah. you know that band, that fits them. I like them. I was gonna play you. You know, you were kind of doing the whole, you know, uh, Led Zeppelin thing. Oh, for yeah, Red, Red I Van Fleet. This is like one of their new ones, and this is probably my favorite song that I've heard. All right, my, play it for me. All right, here's. Well, right off the bat, that's a guitar. Yeah, I'll tell you that for free. This kid that's the guitarist, which is uh, Jake Kiska, who is the brother, hell of a guitarist. I mean, actually won like best guitar. Still hard to get rid of that Zeppelin feel, but I mean, that's their vibe. I get it. But doesn't he have a little more of a yes, uh, the lead singer of yes? I hear it. I mean, I definitely hear that. But when you have that guitar along with it, you can't help but think Zeppelin. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's good. It's definitely good. And they've got a lot of that 60s kind of lyrical feel to it. Fantastical a little bit. Yeah. Yep. Sadly, this is not as high as this can, can go. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I, it, it's still hard for me to not just say, oh, it sounds like Led Zeppelin, but. Oh, yeah. But that doesn't mean it's bad. No, 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 no. It's but just, it's, it's, yeah. It's. I mean, they're not. They, it's not probably something I would go to. No. You know, myself. It's just not my style. But I, if it, if it came out on the radio, I wouldn't turn it off. Right. You know what I mean. They've got, and they've got a lot more. Like I said, you know that the one you hear all the time that everybody compares completely to is like their legit first. Well, like, it sounds like immigrants. Hit, the song highway song. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Exactly. Like I said, they've kind of morphed a little bit, and you know they can. He said, "Like I said, I think he sounds a little more like the lead singer of Yes or mm-hmm. Getty Lee now, right. for the most part. He still hits that hollering part of well, and it's that also, Robert Plant thing. It's but, also the performance. It's the it's the style of it. I think is what really is is what yeah. really puts me in mind. I mean, yeah, the voice is similar anyway. But then when you go and add that, we're we're similarly constructing these melodies to be 
similar to Led Zeppelin. Or at least that's that's what I hear, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> but what's funny is, I mean, I'll show you a picture of what I mean by, like, the Freddie Mercury kind of flamboyancy of, of performance. I would expect it. I would definitely expect it. I mean, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're definitely going for that. Uh, yeah. That retro look. there, Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was, like I said, but music wise, that's I'm one of those that I like. I'm not like really pigeonholed. I like a sure. vast amount. You of like things. what you like. Yeah. So I wish I could be more like that. I well, I just it's, I have this thing where, well, I mean, I, it's the same. I, I like it if I like it. But yeah, I, I don't listen to something and go well I like it but I can't say I like it because it's this right I, I used to be like that but I don't do that anymore yeah. I really try to get away from that but yeah I'm just I have a very specific taste and well yeah no absolutely and there's nothing wrong with that mm-hmm. I like I like performing I like people that perform and have the ability to oh, at like a high I said, level I'm no sure matter a what show. Yeah. And, and I'm talking I mean I'll go I've been to St. Louis Symphony Orchestra several sure. times you know mostly it's because of like you know the songs of John Williams and <laughs> right well, going yeah. to watch those kind of, of you course. know but those kind of things I am um, I am entertained by anyone that has the ability to do a high level performance. Of course. Whether that be, you know, country, that be, you know, rock, synth, sure, heavy metal. In I'm not a huge rap fan, just not my thing. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some good ones. I mean, I I the 80s and and early early 90s stuff. Sure. I'm fine. I'm I can I won't turn off but I had a I definitely had a rap phase in middle school. Yeah. <coughs> I, you know, other than the stuff like at the time that was just kind of popular on the radio more, you know, on the you know, the the pop quote unquote pop station, yeah. you know, that you would just be flicking through. And but it's nothing that I would really stay on. Right. But sure. Absolutely. But, you know, that's something everybody can comment, some of their best shows. Let's hear about it. I yeah, do want to so, hear about yeah. your favorite shows that you've been to. It's some crazy experiences. And there's, and there's no shade thrown to anyone. No, tell that. us who you've seen. Yeah. We don't care. Yeah, we don't care. <clears throat> We're good with that. Now, I have, a, I have a movie dump to do. Okay. I want to talk about some films. Go for it. If I'm able to. Yeah. Okay. So, over the last week or two, I've watched a lot of films. A couple more than once. Okay. And I'm just going to go through this list quickly. Go for it. I'm not going to spend a ton of time, but um, number one I watched was called The Banishing. Okay. I watched it on Shutter. I was saying flicking through. I've seen the mm-hmm. the title pop up. It's fine. It's like a sort of a sort of gothic. Um, I don't know Victorian era haunted house type movie. Okay. With a twist, of course. There's a twist. There always is on those. I didn't love it. I, I might have dozed off a little near the end. Yeah. Uh, but I got it. I got the gist of it. So it's it was kind of in the vein of like The Others or The Woman in Black kind of Yeah, actually. Era. I think Woman in Black is a pretty good comparison. Okay. Um, it's fine. Uh, uh, there were some aspects of the story that I really liked, actually, and some good performance. It was watchable. Yeah, it was entertaining. Def- oh, yeah. Don't yeah. get me wrong here. It just didn't blow my mind. Around. Right. Um, the next thing I watched was called No One Gets Out Alive. This I watched on Netflix. Okay. Um, no, I've seen that, and like I said, I've been in you know curious on that. One. Yeah, it's it's all right. Um, uh, it's about a woman who illegally 
comes to the United States due to some unfortunate circumstances with her mother. Right. And she's trying to get a job, and she has to move into this um, pretty low-quality apartment. Right. And there's some things happening in that apartment that ain't right, Chris. They ain't right. And they ain't right. And, uh, I, I mean, I don't really want to go further with that explanation because right. the ending is truly pretty bonkers. Yeah. And I I didn't like... I, I, I'm just going to say I did not like the ending. I liked the setup, and I liked... It was kind of like one of those that I thought, like, when what, you find the out, unholy... It was good all the way up till almost the ending. When you find out what it was, you go, what? Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's like nightmare logic. It's not like... Uh, I, it's really I don't I don't want to give it away in case people do want to check it out and I didn't think it was bad and I thought it was a well made film um, it had some really good stuff there but I just I did not like what it what it ended up being right you know what I mean yeah so you know it gets points it does get points right and I would probably watch that again sometime to maybe give it another chance right but again I liked it didn't love it I liked both of these so far. Yeah. I just didn't love either one. Now, the next thing I watched was Blood for Dracula, Chris. <laughs> have you seen Blood for Dracula? I have not. It's Udo Kier as Dracula. Really? Um, and it is... Okay. It's... <laughs> we could talk about when this movie. you have movie. to take a big gulp. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Let me take a drink of water okay, before yeah. this. <laughs> Blood for Dracula. Okay is a movie that could not be made in today's world. Should not be made in today's <laughs> world. It, 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 I'll start off by giving you the negatives. It's got some real, real old views on some things. Okay. Which, whatever, I can get over. It's a movie. Yeah. Uh, but it also has some pretty gross, like, sexual assault of young uh, people. Yeah. Like, mm, right. even within a movie, I kind of go, guys, you yeah. know, I don't want to see far. it. It's yeah. And, and it's, it's like, not even implied. It's, like, it's like fetishized and, and shown. Well, like so, I said, at that point, those those are some of the things you can be, like, that can be implied and still almost have the... Yeah. You, there's a mature same, way. Like, if you yeah. need to tell that as part of your story, you can tell it, but maybe let's be mature about it. Imply it this a movie made it into yeah. pornography, basically. Uh, um and this movie is essentially a softcore porn. Uh, it, that being said, it's like 70% delightful. Like right. 70% of it is like I would rewatch it in a heartbeat. I love it. It's like The Room. Okay. It's like The Room. So the, the Dracula and his little buddy basically need to find Dracula a new wife or he's going to die because okay. he needs virgin blood. Gotcha. Okay, and now there's no more virgins left apparently <laughs> in Transylvania, so they have to go to Italy yeah. to find some virgins. And the movie starts with a conversation <laughs> with his, uh, with his, um, I don't know what you call his servant, his servant man, yeah. not Renfield. It's not. Right. I mean, it's like right. his, his like Renfield, but it's not Renfield, right? Or at least they don't give his name, or if they do, I don't remember it, but. It, it, the conversation between him and Dracula, basically like saying, "Hey, you gotta go. We gotta get you a wife. We're gonna go on a car trip, okay? So get your bags packed, Dracula. We're gonna go." <laughs> and Dracula's like, 
oh, I don't know. I should. I need some time to to do packing and like what what should I bring? He's like, just pack your bag. You, you'll be good. And Dracula's like, well, I need to bring my birds and some flowers and some books. And the guy's like, it's all going to fall apart in the car. Just just you get some clothes. Come on. We got to go. It's like Dracula planning a trip. <laughs> oh and it's like their, their grasp of English, not good. Good, yeah. And so plenty of uh, flubbed lines that are just left in. Yeah. It's almost like what we do in the shadows. Uh, it is that funny, and it is again. It's like the room, right? And I, I had seen clips from this movie, and I knew it was ridiculous, but I right. never sat and watched the whole thing, right? Uh, the next scene that you see is them driving like a little a little car with a coffin strapped to the top, <laughs> just driving away from the castle, and it's like Dracula road trip, <laughs> like a little like a little Fiat with it. It's coffin so on funny. Top of it. It's from the seventies, right? But yeah. I, and and I guess it's supposed to be in the seventies. Yeah. And uh, I I don't I don't even know what to tell you about it from there. It's <laughs> ridiculous. The scenes right. of them just conversating are hilarious, just because of the so bad the language barrier yeah. and it's Dracula. It's very very funny. It's very very funny. Uh, so I do recommend it, but not. You know, adults only, and uh, just keep in mind, it's there's some rough stuff in this movie. Yeah, it's basically him, Dracula, showing up at this these rich Italian people's house. They have like four or five daughters, and he's trying to figure out which one he wants to marry. And they're poor, so they want to marry him off. Right. And uh, he's figuring out which ones are virgins, which ones are not. <laughs> he bites the neck and drinks their blood, and he finds out if they're virgin. And when it's not, he like vomits for five minutes. It's unbelievable. <laughs> he goes in the bathroom and he's convulsing and vomiting and screaming and <laughs> there's blood everywhere. And he's just like hanging over the edge of the tub. It's it should have it's it goes on and on. It's right. very very funny. I I, I recommend it sort of. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Blood for Dracula. Please uh, don't watch it. Slash do watch it. <laughs> The last thing I watched. Okay. Manhunter. Again. Now, I've seen Manhunter before. Yeah. I've seen Manhunter many times. Yeah. I watched Manhunter twice this week. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. Yeah. I there is something about it that is perfect. It is a it is a perfect movie. It's all procedure. Yeah. It's all get this evidence over, we're going to fly this, we're going to do this. You get right. to see the whole thing working. You get to see a performance from Brian Cox that I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it right now. I think Brian Cox is better as Hannibal Lecter than Anthony yeah, Hopkins. Hopkins. I know that's a big statement to make. That's a, that's He is a classic uh, hero, uh, villain. He's a classic. <laughs> uh, do you need to talk? Uh, I'm not weird. Do you need therapy? Uh, yeah. uh, I think he, his performance is more nuanced and subtle mm. and downright terrifying than... Then Anthony Hopkins just sort of going, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. <I'm> cannibal. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like it's just a weirdo. Right. Uh, Brian Cox is like, he's he's an evil worm. He is just every everything he can. He's everything you're doing. He's he's taking it in. Right. He's using it against you. Every single thing he's doing is for his benefit, and it's it's amazing to see. I, I love it and. There's the scene later when he calls Will Graham and his feet are up. He's this 
deadly weapon of a person. Right. His mind is, you know, just sharp as a blade, but he's just propped up with his feet up, you know, just having a phone call. <laughs> uh, that movie rules and uh, everything about it. Excellent. If you guys haven't seen Manhunter, it's the original version of Red Dragon. If you if you saw that movie, Red Dragon, uh, and it's the prequel to Silence of the Lambs. Uh, recommended for sure. It's an 80s masterpiece. And I know we have a few listeners, a.k.a. Umar and others, that will definitely recommend this movie as well. Umar was on the Best Little Horror, horror House in Philly. <clears throat> Excuse me. Umar was on the uh, Best Little Horror House in Philly to talk about that movie. So if you like that movie, you should listen to that episode. Yeah. It was a great episode. So Manhunter. Uh, just just keep in mind every episode if I don't mention Manhunter I'm still recommending it to you <laughs> that's all that's movie dump that's movie dump well then you know then that, that um, the Hannibal Lecter show yeah that show is great and that, I honestly like him more than I like Anthony Hopkins in that too. yeah Mads Mikkelsen is yes. a, well he's excellent to begin with right. always fun to watch and I'm not trying to take away from Anthony Hopkins it's, no because his he is, is legitimately classic. he gives you like the legitimate, you know, chills. Yeah, but it's in a different way. Completely different way. I mean, this is like a haunted house style mm-hmm. performance, and like Brian Cox is more to me like realistic. Right. Oh, just disgusting, terrifying. Yeah. So that's awesome. Basically, the only thing that I've really like dumped watched was I was up until very early this morning rewatching Daredevil. I've been doing the same. So I'm, I'm just about finished with season one. I've gotten through ha- season one and half of season two. Excellent. So, yeah. I didn't go to bed until four this morning. Thanks, Disney Plus, yes. for letting me watch the thing I could already watch but wasn't watching, but now I am watching because it's on Disney Plus. Well, and that's that's part of the thing. It's like, and did you have to change your uh, re- movie ratings yep. on, on your Disney Plus? I set it all up. So yeah, I did all that. So all the all the uh, you know the the Netflix um, shows, Marvel shows, are now on Disney Plus. Yep. So you know there was before it happened, there was this talk of maybe you know they'll go to Hulu because yeah, they didn't I thought they do would the mature thing. You know, so this just goes to show like some of the rumors that are you know about the coming. Of the Daredevil and some of that yeah. stuff. Um, there's already talks of things in the works right now. Some production getting ready to mm-hmm. start. I've seen this rumor. Yeah. Um, I'm here to tell you that's more than a rumor. More rumor than rumor. Yeah. yeah. So, um, White zombie. And the fact that three or four of those shows won't necessarily be coming back in the same way. But they'll be coming back. You you should bring the Defenders back, but make it good this time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But I'd like to see them all together doing saying, But I'm saying at least three or four. Minus one. Well, yeah. Um, Iron Fist. We we know at least, and I'm not going to say which two, but we know for sure at least two are... Pretty well. I'll put it this way: three of at least of the five are coming back in their roles. Well, we know we know that. Um, uh, we already know. What's his name? 
Cox. Cox. Yeah. Charlie Cox. Charlie Cox. Not Brian Cox. Yeah, Charlie no. Cox. We know he's coming back. Right. He's already back. We already he know that one. Spider-Man. But there's at least two that are coming back for their same roles. I would think Jessica Jones and Luke Cage, personally. I haven't heard what. Well, you're from everything that I've heard, you're at least one of two right. Okay. Fair enough. So. I would, I would really like some more Luke Cage and Jessica Jones. Yeah. I thought Luke Cage should have gone for another couple of seasons. I think I, I'm going to be honest with, and you're right on with, with Jessica Jones. Luke Cage, there may be some issue with, he may, it, it may be a, a far smaller role for him hmm. because of the fact that he already has commitments outside of filming. Sure. You know, on, because evil is, is coming back again yep. for on the, on the, uh, what was it Paramount? Yep. At least so, for one more season. Yeah, at least one more season. That's so, got to be about done. It's on season two, so... I, I mean, mean, that's they must not be filming that right now. Unless it got renewed. It got... Uh, for season three. Oh, did it? Yeah, yeah. It's... There's... It's, oh, right. There were two, and then they did... Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. I remember that now. So, um... And then... I mean, the biggest thing, honestly, is going to say is John Bernthal. Oh, yeah. So... Is he coming back? That's that's the big that's he's one of the three that I said is, you know, and there's a potential for, there's more than a potential of him reprising the role. Now his may be more of a reoccurring in other properties role. Sure, I could see that, uh, including in movies. Sure, yeah, great. So I mean, because we do have uh, the Craven the Hunter movie coming up. Well, he belongs in there. So we know. <laughs> uh, you know, there's I've there's several other things that are in the works. Have we announced casting for that? For yeah, Craven? Um, Who's Craven? Oh, uh, was in. Um, God, why am I? He was uh, Quicksilver in uh, Age of Ultron. Oh, they're gonna reuse that guy? No, but I mean the actor. Oh well, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, he's gonna be Craven. Interesting. And okay. and uh, what was? Is that confirmed? Yeah, I hadn't heard that. Mm-hmm. Or if I had, I didn't remember. And then I know I saw a few other uh, Russell Crowe. What as who? I, and they haven't said who Russell Crowe is. Hmm. I'm just looking at... Yeah, you're right, Russell Crowe. I'm looking at the IMDb. Yeah. You're, you're right. You're dead on with these. Mm-hmm. You're nailing them all. Okay. Well, interesting. So that's that, that sounds like that's going to be a, um, a lot bigger film than what we initially thought. Yeah. And then I know uh, Madam Web is in pre-production we right now. We talked about that last time, I think. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, uh, Dakota Johnson is playing Madam Web, so they're going mm-hmm. younger. Um, from what I'm hearing... There's an, another girl. She was, She's in that um, Euphoria show. Yeah, which I haven't watched, but I've heard good things. Yeah, I've heard good things. Um, rumor that we're going to get Black Cat. Okay. And that's, you know, and... I had an action figure that I was very fond of <laughs> as a child. <laughs> as long as it was just fond of, oh. not fondling of. Uh, well, uh, well, my Peter Parker, when, yeah. my Peter Parker was fond. Let's say that. Your, your Peter Parker turned into Peter Porker? Yes. Oh, I didn't have any Spider-Man toys. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I did? Yeah, I know. All right. I know. I know. <laughs> anyway, um, 
from what I'm hearing for Sony-wise Marvel, that uh, Madam Web is going to be their version of Doctor Strange. Okay. So that she's going to be involved in several other things coming up. Makes sense. So, um, what else? Um, like I said, the hints of... Oh, also there's rumors of very early on and things are being written for a culmination of Midnight Suns. It better happen. Give me that blade. There were I mean, we obviously we have blade. Give me that ghost rider. We have have Daredevil. Yep. There's lots and lots of talk of Now Daredevil's not really in Midnight Suns. Not not the original story. No, not the original story. But there's so much room for him. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> him yeah. In there. But I mean, I, in the I later, there's some later stuff that he is involved in it. Well, yeah, the team, sure. Yeah. Uh, I just that initial story doesn't really include him at Doctor all. Doctor Strange. He's in it. Yes. He's he's sort of around the edges of the story. Yes. He's not really. He's always kind of like the yeah. overseer, kind of yeah, exactly behind the scenes. And you know, the the Wolverine rumors are are ramping up. Yeah. So. I keep seeing now Daniel Radcliffe as Wolverine. I, I, I don't know. Speaking of that, it's I saw fine. hilarious. Do you know he's doing the Weird Al Yankovic biopic? Yeah, fine. That <laughs> great. I mean, that'll definitely show off range. Yeah. I mean, you know, from I think he's got range. Oh, I do too. I mean, if you've seen, I mean, from like you said, you know, of course, the stuff when he was a kid, all the Harry Potter. Well, he learned and, so I mean, much. Even like, how that could he be bad evolved. actor at this point? Well, and I mean, honestly, in all those movies, he was in so many in yeah. like the stages. He evolved from you know the very first one to Deathly Hollows. I mean, you're talking some of the like comedy, you know, rom com stuff he did sure. to the Woman in Black. I like the Woman which in Black. Was you know, what, then, what was the one where antlers or horns? Horns. Horns. That was a weird movie. That was a weird movie. Um, and I can't remember the one Swiss where he Army had Man. guns like oh, screwed guns into Kimbo. his hands. Isn't it called Guns Akimbo? Mm, I don't remember. Hell, I'll look it up. Look it up. The Miracles of Modern Technology. Let's see here. Was it Gun? No, I was I, thinking Guns Out, but. I think it's called Guns Akimbo. That's my guess. Yeah, I don't remember. I think Guns Out's a different movie. Totally different. It's Guns something. It's called Guns Akimbo. Okay. Yeah. A guy relies on his newly acquired gladiator skills to save his ex-girlfriend from kidnappers. Uh, the Spanish title is Manos a las Armas. <laughs> so, hands... Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. My Spanish sucks. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, you know, that I heard that. That's pretty funny. Um, we got a new trailer for Halo. Or... Isn't the Halo show out? No, not yet. Oh, I thought it I was I don't think out. so. I think we've got another week or so. Oh, I don't know. I, I'm not a big Halo fan. I'm yeah. a huge fan of video games and yeah. first-person shooters, but weirdly not Halo. Yeah. However, I'm interested enough to check out the show. It could be a fun oh, show. It could be a fun show or it could be a disaster. I mean, mm. we've seen both. Um, yeah. I know um, Pablo Shriver. Uh, if you don't know who he is, he if you saw American Gods, mm-hmm. uh, he was the Leprechaun, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of ironic that he was the Leprechaun, the guy that's like six three. Also, uh, we just had uh, St. Patrick's Day, so yeah, you know. Um, anyway, he's he is Master Chief. 
So, I mean, you're going to... Good enough actor. I mean, oh, I yeah. thought he was good in that. You know, and you don't need to listen. Master Chief doesn't no, need no, no, much. no. You don't have to. But I mean, <laughs> physically, you know, physically, he's very imposing. He's yeah. a big guy, and yeah. you know, that's what you're supposed to get. So, and I think a lot of it, you know, they're talking a lot of it revolves not around him. Fine, fine. Which we'll see where that you know that can be good or that can be bad. You know, depending on what your expectations I, are. Th- I that. think this is part of the issue, though. What do you make a show about? If you're making a Halo show. Right. Because Master Chief is basically not a character. I mean, he has some personality, but very little. Right. He's more of a weapon than anything else. Right. So what what do you make the show about to please the fans? I mean, you've made plenty of movies where the guy... I mean, let's be honest. How many... Not that all of them were good, but Rambo was pretty much just a weapon. (laughs) That's true. But I I think there's more to him. I think there there is is more to him. He's dealing with the PTSD and the right. all that stuff. I I don't know. I think Rambo is more of a... At but least I mean, he's not got a helmet on the whole time. No. Know? But I mean, you know, how much acting would you have to do with... You know, that can be good for an actual actor to... You know, your body language is what... Yeah, it's just like Mando. Right. You know, I mean, I mean, yeah, I'm not saying Master Chief couldn't be an interesting character, but yeah. he's not in the games. No. But I just, I just worry that they're going to stray too far from Master Treat. Master Chief. Master Treat. I know. Master Treat. That's it me could on be. Halloween. Yeah. I'm handing them out. Treats. <laughs> but uh, we'll see. We'll see on that one. Um, Master Teats. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that went with the whole black cat. You're stuck on that one now. That's who I'm thinking <laughs> yeah, of. Yeah, that's what I thought. All right. Another huge thing we got. Mm. The Obi-Wan trailer. Is this the final thing? Uh, it's, as far as I okay. know, this is... This is the the last trailer that we've we may who knows we may get a little because we've got what May twenty fifth. It's not long. It's like two months. Yeah, the actual release day of Star Wars. Interesting. Yeah. You know, back in seventy seven. Uh huh. So you know, you would have thought maybe done May fourth, but no, nope. no. It was it was kind of a neat neat uh, turn that they yep. exactly from you know the original release day. Yeah, but nice. anyway, th- I mean, so far everything I've seen looks like this is gonna be. This this show is not really messing around. Yeah, no. no. Uh, I like that we're seeing the Inquisitor stuff. Yes, my most of my exposure to that stuff is from the game Jedi Fallen Order, not from the Clone Wars. Yes, I know this Grand Inquisitor character is a big deal in the show, right? But I've never even seen him. Uh, right. I mean, I've because seen because he wasn't because it was the the sisters. Right. I've seen images in. of him. Right. You know, and I've seen clips of him on YouTube and whatever. But mm-hmm. I I have no real info about this character. When I when he flashed on the screen for two seconds, at first I thought it was Vader. Yeah. But then people were like, "No, that's the Inquisitor." And well, then, then like, you oh, saw that the makes spinning saber. So yeah, then you know. Yeah. Yeah. There's some outcry about his look, but. If you translated them all perfectly, they'd all look weird yeah. from from there. Right. I think my only complaint would be, I would agree that the eyes are wrong. His eyes are supposed to be like full orange, kind of scary exorcist demon eyes, right? But his eyes are just like regular eyes. Uh, and I, you know, we we get to see a whole three seconds. Yeah, maybe like um, when he, so, when he gets know, mad, like the Hulk. His yeah, eyes I, I mean, green. who knows? I don't. Where he know. concentrates his force power, you know, those I, kind of things. Listen, we that's not a deal breaker. Yeah. Who cares? You know, people had a lot of issues with Cad Bane. 
that I think Cad Bane was perfect. I thought he looked awesome. So I mean, yep. you know, the more we got to see of him, the more he looked. You know, the better I thought he looked. Lee Van it. Cleef, yes, yeah, angel eyes <laughs> and devil teeth. Yes, um, there is maybe a tease that we will see, not necessarily Mando. But a Mandalorian. Well, if you're going to see anyone, some time, it's going to be Boba. He'll be around probably. I mean, it's perfect well, to right now what what timeline is. It depends on when exactly that it is. Well, if you Luke figure is, <clears throat> after Luke is still a boy, right? So it's probably ten or fifteen years before uh, New Hope, right? So then we are still in. Boy, there's still a lot of time here. They really it's so funny when you watch episode la- three. Yeah. And they, they make it seem like episode four is around the corner. Yeah. But there's like twenty years in there or more. Well, but the thing is, is this time I think I uh, the last thing I read is it's like Obi Wan it's one two uh, I think like eighteen years from the beginning of um the prequel, the episode one. There's like an 18 year span. Till episode three ends. Till no, till now with Obi Wan. That's it. I don't know. So it would make him in his. Well, no. I don't no, know. If that uh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. 18 years from the last of the prequels. That's what I'm asking. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I'm saying. That's yeah. what I mean. I'm 18 saying there's got to be yeah, at yeah, least yeah. like 20. Yeah, years. there's. I think there's like 18 years from the last, not from the first one, from the last one. Because he's bad. got to turn into. Al Guinness. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's not even close. I mean, yet. but if you've seen, you know, but you also have another 10 years. Well, right. It depends right on when after, this show, yeah. when Obi-Wan the show takes place. Right. From what I've heard, it's like 18 years after, you know. Well, no, and it couldn't be. Well, it could be 18 years after episode one. That might make sense. Yeah. That's why I, th- that's why I was saying, I think it's hmm. after episode one. Like but it couldn't be. Years. Right, but... Because he would be about eight. He looked about eight or ten. Yeah. Luke. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so, there, so that math So, then, yeah, I was yeah. just saying, initially, I was throwing myself off there, and I was thinking... Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and, and supposedly in that time. And that would put Boba Fett... I don't know if he's old enough to be with, Bo, with Jabba Like 19? Yeah, he's not ready to be with Jabba yet, I don't think. I think well, it's it doesn't necessarily mean he's with Jabba. I guess he could still be on Tatooine. he went with Cad Bane... He was with Ara Singh, mm-hmm. you know. He was already in full full force, running with the bounty hunters by then. Yeah, yeah, that's true. We just don't know where he is at this point. Because timeline by New Hope, he was mid twenties. I think there is definitely a possibility of a de-aged Tamura showing yeah. up somehow in yeah. some form, right? Or maybe we'll get another younger actor. Right, you know, and it very well can be. Who knows, but... Who knows we couldn't get, um, oh, uh, what's his name, uh, Logan. The little, the original Bo- uh, Boba? Yeah. Little Boba? Yeah. Yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, he would be kind of, I mean, look. I wonder apart. if he looks quite like... Daniel Logan? Is that what, I think I that's what his, his name, name is? But, yeah, I wonder if he looks like Tamora at all now. I've seen some shots of him recently. I mean... You never know when they grow with up. With a little, little... You know, little CG. Little CG. He would look very close. You know, I'd be totally cut the hair work. and the. You know, but I know he still does a ton of stuff. You know the, 
the circuits. It would be fun to see some clones doing yeah. something, even if it's not Boba. Right. But some clone stuff. We've got all the CG well, files. Well, and that's, and that's Let's another... Just CG some clones. Who cares? Right. And that's another thing that the clones, clones will make an appearance at some point. Yeah. Um, I have heard that we may get the a Jedi that we have not seen in film yet. Well, to me, that sounds like... A certain redhead with a little... That's who I'm thinking of. BD unit that he's, we saw he's, earlier. He's bopping around at this exact time. Yes. Doing his thing. And the one... I've heard rumors that the one shot where you see the feet hanging off the top of the... Like the canopy where the Inquisitors and stuff like that are. Yeah. That's Cal Cassis. Dead? No. Where he's like I it was watching. A dead person. No, it's like the guy is watching his feet. He's oh, like sitting I, watching I guess what's I'm going on. I'm thinking of a different shot in the thing. Yeah. Uh, okay, interesting. I think Cal Kestis would be great. I, I like him a lot, and I like. I would love. To, I can't wait for the next game. We get to we get to see Uncle Owen. Uncle Owen. You know the actor from. Yeah, it's the same so, guy that yeah. played him in Episode Three. Yes. Uh, he's a great actor. He's been yes. in a lot of stuff. He's also a good writer. Yeah. I can't think of his name. He was in that movie, The Gift. He was in The Gift. Uh, that movie the, where he's an orc. Yeah. Uh, Bright something. Bright. Yeah, the one with Will Smith. Yeah. He was in uh, King Arthur. Yeah, he's been in tons of stuff, and he he's was great. In, that well, movie. He was in The Odd Life of Timothy Green. I haven't seen that one, but I, he was also in that one. He's been in a lot of stuff, and now I'm going to have to look this guy up? Yes. Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan Kenobi. You know, listeners are just screaming. I know, right? It's Joel Edgerton. Come yes. on. I, I don't know that. why I didn't. Come on. I knew that. He was in that, uh, it comes at, it comes at night. Yeah. Which I didn't love. It was oh, okay. It was yeah, I think, I think, um, oh, what's the John, uh, the Emily Blunt and, uh, silent, the uh, uh, silent but deadly. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, what is that called? Quiet Place. Quiet Place. I think that one did it better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, but... But, yeah. I, you know, I, I have to say one thing about the Obi-Wan that I'm excited about is that it's clearly not all going to take place on Tatooine. No, we've seen shots of Coruscant and mm-hmm. some other... What is the... Uh, it almost looked like a Sith temple. Yes. Uh, one of those is... It looks like that's like the 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 head of the Inquisitor staff. Like that's, that's their uh, yeah. that's their office building or whatever. Their office building. Yeah, it's like Dunder Mifflin. Right, 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 right. Uh, but no, that's uh, I can't wait. I'm, I know. I'm so excited. May 25th. May 25th. I I almost don't want to speculate anything else. I just wanna. I just want it to. Yeah. I want it to be. Couple other quick shows. Moon Knight is coming out in uh, what? A, a little week? less than a week. Yep. A little over a week. Ten days. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one that you and I are kind of lukewarm on. Morbius. Yeah, I'll see it, but I'm not hyped. I think about I'll it. do five dollar night to go see it. Yeah, exactly. You know. Um, hopefully, it would be nice if it was done well, better than what I think it's going to be. I hope it's better quality and, than Venom, but I don't think yeah. it will be. I mean, and Venom wasn't horrible. It it, it was to, better than than. Let's be honest, it was better than Spider Man Three, Venom. I oh uh, sure, yeah, I agree with that. But uh, but I, the thing is, like, the Venom movies seem to be like in my mind, they're like a weird continuation of the same 
like Fox uh, Marvel movies. So yeah. like it f- yeah. it fits with like the Fantastic Four movie uh, and some of those X Men movies. You know what I mean? Like it sort of fits in with those more than it fits in with the MCU, right? So if you think about it like that, maybe it won't be so bad. <laughs> well, and, and the thing is, though, is we're probably not going to get Tom Harding as Venom because of the fact that if you, you know... They, they handed him off. They handed him off. I mean... So they can do a Venom and then we can have a symbiote yeah. of our own. So, I mean, and th- that may be, you know, where we go next in the Spider-Man movies. It seems pretty Because that would be possible. the black, spo- black suit scenario that he gets it, you know... He's on his own. He just doesn't have anyone to guide him. He gets this black we'll, suit. It's we'll a bad get a influence. Different Eddie Brock, you know, in the MCU. Oh yeah. Which. Oh yeah. You know, now with with the whole you know multiverse of madness, we're I'm, getting that to have I'm multiple editions of. So excited! Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I saw. Wait. I saw a, a news article that said Evil Dead Two fans will be very excited about this movie. <laughs> Don't I, tell me. I just, know. just stop. Because you're really gonna get. I will be up. in Florida that weekend that it opens. Oh. I'm half trying to get because um, at Disney Springs they've got a huge AMC. Hmm. I am as soon as those tickets go on sale, I'm getting the ticket to go to that theater. That that'll be amazing too. Because it's like entity. The they have like a dinner thing there. <laughs> you sit down and they have like actual, actual table dinner yep. to watch the movie. I'm like, dude, I'm going. I'm, I'm going to try to get that. Yeah, that sounds amazing. It may be a hard ticket to get, but but I will be. I would do it. I will. I will be at Disney that that uh, weekend. I'm looking forward to it. That's soon too. May sixth. <sighs> it's all just around the corner. I know, right? So when you know, I'm on that weekend of May the fourth. So, or that week of May the 4th. So, all the Star Wars people will be doing the other thing, and I'll go, I'll try to get the the Doctor Strange slip take. in, yeah, yep. unnoticed. Um, not much, not much comic book. Um, DC is doing the death of the Justice League, mm-hmm. so I think this, uh, they're once again attempting to kill off the original three. You know, this and old then, thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, let's. You do this. They do this all the time. Both, both of the major ones do this. It's fine. It's you just, kill off your major ones, and then you know, you know, bring them back because well, was, one, it never they're lasts. Not nearly, they're not nearly. You know, these new ones that they try to redo yeah. aren't nearly as popular as the original. Mm-hmm. I mean, so you're just. It is what it is. Yeah, but that's what it's they're going to do. It's not a thing, Gretchen. We're trying to make it a thing. It's a thing. <laughs> That's a thing now. <laughs> um, we've got like um, almost the conclusion of Devil's Reign coming up. Yeah. Uh, I'm not it, quite caught up. But yeah, I'm, I'm not quite caught up with it yet. Thing. I know there is a death coming up. Mm. You know, they're teasing that it's Matt. Mm, maybe. I don't. I don't know. But of course, we had that with the uh, death of Spider-Man thing happen too. So, and it ended up being. Aunt May. Yeah. So, um, and my biggest complaint, other than that, with with like the comics, quit with the Hellfire Club gala, <laughs> annual crap. Uh huh. I think it's just stupid. The storylines are idiotic. They're not normally great. You know, if if you want to do some variant cover, go for it. But 
you know, this huge, like, I wonder trying they... to make it like the Met Gala thing since they have this new. Yeah. I... And, and in my pers- personal opinion, I hope Krakoa sinks to the bottom of the ocean. I'm so sick of, <laughs> I'm so sick of that. Well, hey, we because gotta... that's not the X Men's whole thing. Were these people trying to live amongst everyone else? Yeah, well, they got fed up. That, that's the same thing as Cartman is. is Screw you guys! I'm going hell. Well, you well, know, you know, and that never worked either. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I just, but I mean, you know, it's. The, you know, them trying to do this whole nation state. But the whole thing is, these people are amongst everyone. It's not, you know, they're not, you know, this, only from this place. Hmm. You know, and I'm tired of the whole plant clone thing. It, it's it's here to stay, I think, for a while. Well, hey, you need I to- think it's not going, I think they're going to change a lot of it because the whole... Um, the Avengers versus X Men's internal thing. I think a lot of that's going to change it. Reset some things. And maybe. there's a big, there's a big, um, apocalypse event coming. Yep. Again, so I think they're finally going to get out of that. Hopefully, knock on wood. Well, speaking of comic stuff, you need to give me your Batman rebuttal. Okay. Maybe we'll wrap up with that. Okay. I've got a few things. Oh, you get pages of notes. Okay, now I'm going to start. Okay. <laughs> this is my rebuttal. I'm going to sit here quietly. Okay. I did like the movie. Yeah. I did not love the movie. I liked the movie. I thought it was way better than Joker, which oh. I think went the same... This was trying to do the same direction, make that gritty, dark, semi-realistic, you know, event. I thought this was way better. I liked this movie a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um... In the Joker, I think they tried too hard to not be anything associated other than some names. Yeah. But then why make that movie? I mean, it, it seemed almost like you're just trying to coattail off the popularity of these names. Hmm. To make Taxi Driver. It would have been easy to, to not, for I mean, it to not be a DC movie, is what you're saying. I mean, it, it would have been so easy. And sure. I think they they tried to make it seem... You know, I think it was a little bit of a bait and switch. For Joker, you mean? For Joker. Okay. Not not for the Batman. I mean, this was legitimately... Uh, a couple of little things. All right. I'm going to start right off the beginning. Okay. The Riddler. Yes. I know we, we disagree on this. You keep trying to bring up the whole... Frank Gorshin or Jim Carrey version of the Riddler. Yeah. That is not at all what I'm talking about. Right. You like the comic one. Read, if you guys, what I'm talking about, Riddler, read The War of Jokes and Riddles. That is the Riddler I want. If you have not read that series, please read it. I haven't read that one. But, I mean, that's the kind of Riddler I want. I mean... He yes, he does have the bowler hat. Yes, it's a, it's more of a what would be more of a fashion green suit. Hmm. You know, at one point he's like going back and forth with the Joker face to face, and I mean, in he literally on camera sits there and puts cuts a question mark in his chest, and that's the only thing like with that. But I mean, he is a diabolical, thinks he's always the smartest one in the room. 
I thought I I I didn't mind this one, but I think this guy was more like John Doe mm-hmm. than he was any kind of Riddler, which I I I think does a disservice to that character. But what about his riddles? He has some riddles. So does Doctor Seuss, but I don't consider him the Riddler either. <laughs> and I I really thought that that play between him and the Riddler in Arkham reminded me a lot of the Jesse Eisenberg uh, Lex Luthor that play between them between him and who I'm trying to remember what you're talking about Batman Oh, oh, Ben Ben Affleck and Jesse Eisenberg that when he was in the cell I remember that now yeah okay. okay you know that reminded me a lot of that and I hated Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor He's a different kind of Lex. He, he he's is not. not he's not Lex. He's not my choice. <laughs> he's not yeah. Lex. Um, that's not who Lex the character is. I mean, at all. Even in you know, you want people. I know a lot of people are saying this is year year one, year two. That leads me to Batman. I liked Pattinson as the Bat. Mm-hmm. I thought he was okay. Even younger, I thought Batman was not. He was brooding, and he was dark, and he was, like, driven, but he wasn't emo. And I really think, you think Pattinson you think played... emo? I think Pattinson really kind of played it more emo than dark and driven. What makes you say that? Because it, it, it was more of... His, his reactions were more of, like, the... Almost into himself emotionally... And I and I consider like the emo different than bruning. Bruning is like that itch in the back of your head that you know, you know. There's certain things that drive you. Mm. I mean, you know, we've seen the the death of the Waynes constantly. Right. That's I'm that glad we itch. Didn't have to see it again. And I'm glad we didn't have to see it. <laughs> we know. We all know. Yeah, we all know. <laughs> and, and that's that that tick in your head. You know, that's that itch that you can't scratch in your head. I think emo, 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 the emo, emo, yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking of the Liberty Mutual. No, anyway. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, they do Spider Man, right? Yeah, they got Spider Man. Yeah, I think that he played. He was more of this. He to me. I mean, that's the performance he gave as Bruce was this. <sighs> Almost woe is me. So less less calculated and more emotional driven. Yes. Okay. And even in early times, and that that leads me to talk about a little bit about the Wayne family. I agree with you. He is more emotional driven in this. But for the most part, you know, he did that before he even had the bat suit. Once he had in the in every in you know thing of the comics, once that he put on, he made that mantle. Which is, which isn't a mantle. Batman is who he is. It's not a mantle, and I don't care what anybody ever says. I mean, ask uh, Diana when they did the whole in the comic books when they did the lasso of truth. Mm. They said who they really are, and this was even the the new Fifty Two. Batman. (laughs) I'm Batman. He he said, "I'm Batman." They're like, "How did you mean it?" No. I'm Batman. You know, so I don't care what anybody says in these future ones. Bruce Wayne. Bruce is gone. Wayne is Batman. I'm Batman. Bruce Wayne is the mask. <laughs> yeah. Batman is is who he is. Anyway. Um 
I'm very unwell. <laughs> <laughs> and he, and that's just it's it. True. I mean, it's true. He is, yeah. He's not broken, but he's, I would think, and, and I don't even consider it emotionally trauma, uh, emotionally broken. He's, he's broken to the core because of the events that happened to him. But it's it's not a broken that you normally think of a of a breakdown. It's almost like raw steel turned into a hammer kind of thing. Mm. It's not originally what it was. It hardened him. But it hardened him. Not not so much of, of this um the Wayne family thing. You guys kind of went. I do not want a squeaky clean Wayne family. Yeah, I like it. Like but that. I thought, but I thought the whole mother going to Arkham thing and, and that, and using the mob as the dirty thing. You have source material. The Court of Owls is right there. It did seem like they they sort of intentionally like they maybe, they maybe took some cues from that story, but they they, they didn't but, really take cues from but that they, story. Well, on I that. just mean like in the. In the telling of the mystery or whatever, but but they did not. Yeah, they didn't take any specific story elements though. Because not, I mean, I mean if you go bit, back, really. if you go back, even the early stuff, you know, and, and you can reference before Bruce died, you know, the the Thomas Wayne, you know, where he be- ends up becoming the ba- he becomes a Batman. Right. If you go that family stuff back there, there were still some dark and you know the quarter owls kind of stuff. I don't think I think it was more of a trying to make some kind of a statement than it was actually using hmm. what would have been a great continuation okay. using the Corn of Owls. Sure. I think that personally I thought that was a mistake. I think a lot of fans thought that's what it was gonna be. I yeah. think I thought it was gonna be that yeah. too. But. And I would I personally would have liked that better instead of doing I thought it was more of like you know, tabloid rich people scenario. Yeah, it was a little bit of that, but I liked that it was different. I did appreciate. I mean, that. I didn't. I didn't mind that it was different, but mm. I think it would have been better. Okay. And and I I didn't really care for the whole. You know, she was schizo before. You know, and they were just trying to cover it up. Mm. I thought that was almost lazy to a degree. Yeah, and it's also pretty vague too. Yeah, and it and, is. Which yeah yeah I, I see what you're saying. Um. The um, John Turturro, yeah, still like, like, him. like him as an actor, but I thought I just didn't see him as a mob boss. I it's you know I saw him more of a skeezy. Oh, he's that kind of. I I would have picked him as like some skeezy like pimp more <laughs> than I would have seen him as a mob boss. And, okay, and then. In Batman Begins, they pronounce it Falcone. Yeah, and in this, it's Falcone. Right. So which is it? It's and it depends on who's saying. Somebody it. get Bob Kane on. I the phone. know. I know. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let and, me break out my Ouija board. And Bill Finger is yeah. it? Bill Finger. Yeah. Get him on the phone. Um, and the fact that they changed the whole story that Selena was his illegitimate child, mm-hmm. I thought. Well, I liked it because it was uh, a surprise to me, so I thought that was fine. Not a huge but, fan, but it was. Just I mean, a, a it's surprise. not. A, it, it's you know, it, it was more for a shock value than it was for a story driven person. And that may be true. And that's and and also, I'm not a huge Zoe Kravitz fan. Hmm. Um, the uh, oh god, what's her name? I wrote it down. Eliza Gonzalez. 
I thought she would have been a better Catwoman. I thought I, th- I thought pretty much everything about Catwoman was pretty good in this. I thought I, she was good, and and I, I thought she was okay. But I'm not. I think I think the the misstep, and even early on, you know, I know everybody's saying, you know, year one, year two, you read the comics. She still has Selena Kyle. Still has an air about her, a sultriness about her. And she also still has that little bit of playfulness mm. about her. I think that's where she totally missed. I, I think this movie didn't have a lot of room for playfulness. <laughs> but I mean, in even, in, even in dark stuff, yeah. she still has the ability to, because the fact that she considers that nine lives. Oh, yeah. She does, you know, it's, you know, I can throw caution in the wind kind of personality. And I think they missed that in this, okay. even early on. Um, they definitely and, chose to highlight certain aspects of these stories and not others you're right but i mean but there was no no consistency well i think it is it was towards it's all towards one goal which is to make a bleak dark movie right and i'm fine with that i'm fine i'm glad they they did more of the detective stuff in it i love that stuff i i i want it i'm saying everyone i'm saying you know um probably uh, Batman Begins is probably my favorite. Sure, hard not to look. Come on, and you know, um, and, and then one last thing with her, the hat. You still didn't like it. I, I, I'm not. In you love know, the with thing it. is, is it was funny because even the the like McFarland action figure put it completely over her face. Yeah, they would not do the whole. It just yeah. looks stupid. Yeah, sure. And and I, and I, I know disagree. I heard I it's know Sam Bowen said no I know and I well you know she's she's not it's limited and everything else. Yeah. A pair of goggles cost hardly nothing. <laughs> you know. But you're not gonna wear goggles all night. Cat burglar, you don't need goggles for that. You go swimming or you go riding a bike. Maybe. She does it all the time. Well, yeah, but why? Well, they could have been up on our forehead. I'm not disagreeing with you. Yeah, brother. I'm just I'm, saying. I'm really not I mean, disagreeing. I'm with just you. saying. You know, I just thought it looked stupid. It's a strange choice. I agree. You, you're not wanting to call her Catwoman, but you're going to put her in something that gives her a resemblance of the cat ears. That's it's a, like yeah. if you're going to go early, that she hasn't taken that persona. Don't go there. They did and, that at a lot. least do it better. In this movie, it did seem like. Well, do we call her Catwoman? Do we even hardly call him Batman? Yeah, we don't call it the Batmobile. It's just no. the car. It's you know, I I did feel that you know, and they don't even call Penguin really Penguin. They do, but they call him Oz. Yeah, I like that. Now, now I, I, I will say, I thought excellent. he was he probably stole the movie. He was incredible, and, and I'm really interested to in see the spinoff that they're doing with him on HBO. Um, I I would like to see more of him for sure. I thought he completely. You cannot. I don't care what you cannot tell that's Colin. And well, I remember Bones was saying like uh, the guts that he has to just like, you know, talk to the Batman like that. Oh, I know. know. And that's I mean, but the thing is, if you look at and I'm not talking like the early, early, you know, beginning Bob Kane days. If you get further on when it starts in the in the late 80s, oh, early yeah. 90s, this is the this is this the, is the one I with. wanted. This yep. is the one that I, you know, I, yeah, they nailed him. I mean, they nailed him perfectly. He doesn't look perfectly. completely ridiculous. He looks like no. a, a real human person. Right. But I get that he also looks like Penguin from the comics. They, yeah. They nailed that. They nailed that perfectly. I agree. I think I think he was one of the best. Um, Alfred, I really liked. He was probably my second Alfred he of had, all. He had almost not enough scenes. He needed probably and one that, more. And that was the the two, two members of this cast. I said that what I thought nailed it and didn't have enough scenes... 
I think one they did a disservice of that I think he could have been a far better character as a different person hmm. is Jeffrey Wright. Yes. I personally really liked him. I like him as an actor. And in and this I movie think in particular. Did, I think he did a good job. I think Gary Oldman is my... I, and that's what I said. He's my Gordon. I said I'm if sorry. I had to think about it, but I think it'll be Gary Oldman. It, it is Gary Oldman. And, <laughs> but I think, I think, honestly, I think Jeffrey Wright would have been an amazing Lucius Fox. I think he would have done better than Morgan Freeman. I just think of him because I've seen him do so many dark detective things. It just makes sense for him to be this detective. Well, but the thing is, is he didn't do... The thing is, is Pattinson did most of the real detective work. Oh, yeah. He just... I mean, he was his, which was fine. His gateway I'm, I'm to, the, to the crime scenes. <laughs> which, I had a little oh, bit of issue with some of that. Batman walking right ha- in. Just hanging out. I'm just like, <laughs> in come the bat on. Suit come on. That, that was horrible. <clears throat> I, I mean, let's be honest. I, I personally thought I that was horrible. It, it was horrible, but I, I, I was like, He's just hanging out, huh? Uh, well, okay, maybe not ho- off-putting. It's weird. It's very know, it and that's not who Batman is. There's a flag. Never. I yeah. mean, we we even go back to, you know, if you want to go animated Mask of the Phantasm yeah. where he's early. Not once did he ever come in. You know. He would he would do that while the cops were gone or or like, you remotely know, somehow pe- or people have, you know, yeah. left that room and he's in a shadow. Yep. Now, I did like I like the decision they made that first battle he did uh, in the coming the out subway? of the shadow, the footsteps. Yeah, oh my god, I like that, that a lot. Really good, yeah. Some of the other intros of him, I was kind of like, eh. I mean, I know, and, and this was one of the other things, and I know Bones and talked about you guys and talked about with the whole getting trained by Alfred. Yeah, to that's get, what it seems to imply. But the thing is, is the League of Shadows is part of what Batman is. Hmm. Well, I wonder if I wonder if he'll like do that in the next movie or he never he, but the thing is is he never donned the bat until the League of Shadows right so if you're gonna change it that he's and that you know if he like goes later mm-hmm. to join you know takes a sabbatical from Gotham and goes this that's I mean you're, you've totally muddled Oh, I mean, the the the, the it's you know not going to line up with the original. I mean, either way, I, I don't think it's going to. But happen. I mean, and, and I think that's the one thing with Batman. I think that's why Batman resonates so well. That it's like you know it hit him so hard at a young age. You know, he just couldn't deal with what was going on in his city that his father that he knew of his father trying to change. Mm-hmm. So he knew he had to do alternate means. So that means. You have to know what the criminal element wants. You, you, so you have to get out there in that scene. But he has to also be able to protect and, you know, take out these criminal elements. So you're going to go somewhere else. Listen, I, 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 I think your complaints are valid. I do. Yeah. But I just watched all three Darkman movies. You don't know how good Batman is. The Batman is a masterpiece compared to those Darkman movies, Chris. No, like no, no. The fact that we, we, talked, we could we, have we this kind of discussion yeah. about the Batman is yeah. crazy no, when I you know. compare it to the Darkman movies. But I mean, this, this is probably the closest to the normal timeline of Batman. You know, the, the normal version of Batman. I think that I, I've seen. Now, I did, I know some. I liked Michael Caine as Alfred. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Probably my favorite one. But that's a different time in Batman's life. And I think uh, Andy Serkis is perfect in this time. I also buy him as an ex, you know, military. Ex MI6. MI6. Absolutely, yeah. Um, And then, like I said, Jim Gordon, it's it's Oldman or nothing. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not that I didn't like Jeffrey Ryan. I just, I thought what you saw of Jeffrey Ryan, and I think maybe that's a big part of it. If I saw a little more of him, yeah, he, as I think he was underutilized. If you're gonna have, if you're gonna make that change, you need to utilize that actor, and not he's like the second fiddle bunny cop. Yeah, he could have used more. I could have used some more personal stuff from him, some and family life or whatever. I think, and I think the interactions would have suited better for Lucius Fox because I think. They wanted to play there was a more intimate relationship, you know, between him and Bruce. Right. And I think that's the way they kind of came off. And I think that relationship between Lucius Fox and Bruce is more inclined to that. Hmm. Because, you know, the fact that Lucius knew his father so well. Worked very And worked with, you know, has been, you know, basically as kind of a a little bit of an outsider, has known Bruce for so long. Yep. He's like light Alfred. Yeah. And he really is. And I thought thought Jeffrey Wright, because he's such a great actor, I think personally, I think he would have been a better better on that. Um, and And I don't think he was utilized as much. Because even... In most of the iterations in the comics, Gordon still always had Bruce as, you know, for the most of his life, not like during the first occurrences of meaning, had him at, kept him at an arm's length, mm. you know, and it was kind of, kind of that kind of relationship. Would you put this movie above or below Zack Snyder's Justice League? Above. 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 Would you put this movie above, say... Any of the Nolan pictures? Honestly, I would put it second. Exactly what me and Bones did. Okay. That's what we thought the same thing. I, I Honestly, I would put it second. Now, mind you, I liked, and I and if I get shade for it, whatever, I liked, and, and mind you, this is a totally different era for the Batman in his life. I really liked the Ben Affleck Batman. Mm. It was that Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, and I mean, he played that that portion of Bruce. I think he really played that well. I think that that with as bad as, in my opinion, as the uh, Snyder films, it's too bad he didn't get a complete movie. And that, and and I wish he really would sucks. have. Yeah, I don't know. I I think it's not really fair to compare them. But and I'm, I was just and I'm not even really thought. comparing him. I'm yeah. just saying, you know, my, I mean, I liked, I honestly liked, um. Nolan's Bruce. There's way more to him. There's way more There's to way him. There's way more to him. Yeah. This is And a- and I wouldn't, you know, if you look, you know, kind of comparing I hold the the Keaton Batmans at like I hold the 64 Batman. It's kind of a separate entity. They're different, yeah. Um if you want to I mean go through progressions, I could see um the Nolan Batman turning into the Affleck Batman. Yeah, I think so. You know, mentally wise. Grizzled. grizzled. uh, Seen enough. Had enough. I can't really see the Pattinson Batman turning into the Nolan Batman. 
No, the the whole tone of everything is different. I mean, it, it is hard to compare them in, in that way. But I mean, you know, and I mean, the Nolan and and Snyder Batman's are the tones are different there too. Oh yeah. But I mean, as a character progression, I can they're see, closer. Yeah, the, I can see closer. the Nolan Batman becoming the Snyder Batman, but I can't see the Pattinson becoming. And it's not that it was bad, I, I, you know. And that's that's kind of my final thing. I don't want anybody to think that I hate in this movie. Yeah, because you. You're putting it up there with uh, some of the better Nolan ones. I I wanted this to be. What's your What's the I best Batman movie? I wanted this to movie? be the begins. You think so? Yeah. I, I mean, that's. I don't, I don't know if I could disagree with you. Yeah. I don't think I could. Uh, I don't know if I don't know. I mean, I I do think this new one is a uh, definitely can stand with those movies though. Yeah. No. It's I I I think it's better than Rises. Um. Maybe. I had some issues with Rises. Yeah, I do too. Uh, it's, um, but I have, more, I almost have more issues with Dark Knight. And, well, and that was a little other thing. I think that. But at the time when it was new, shut up. I mean, that was it. Now, Joker wise, <laughs> I, I, I of what we've seen on screen, I think Ledger was probably the best Joker. Sure, I mean he definitely defined a version of that character that well i mean will it's, never be. it's what we, you know if you look at killing joke and everything else hmm. he's an and, and you know like i said the the jokes versus riddle and the Lord jokes riddle is a little less known but it's probably one of the better i mean top 10 villains i'm just kind of tired of the joker i think i talked about that last time i'm just kind of I'm ready to move on and see some yeah. different stuff which is why it was so great to see penguin being right. so fun right and and I like that a lot. I mean, I don't. Okay, if to bring into real life, what are and, and this is kind of just an option. I just thought of it. What is a character that the next one you'd want to see in Batman? Yeah, villain wise, other than Hush, dude. You because that's the obvious one. I know you know Scarecrow would be awesome in this version. He's such a dark character, right? Scarecrow would be cool. I would like, and this might could be really really stupid. But um, what's the name of the what's the name of the guy with the dummy? Oh yeah, I know who you're talking Honestly, about. Honestly, Mr. Big like, uh, isn't that the dummy's name? Yeah, but what's the like guy's that? name? Oh, God, I know who you're talking about. I think that would be such a cool, like this. We're, actually, that's I that's who not, I was going to bring. It might up. be dumb, but to see that, it would be really fun to see. You know, he's like a gangster. You can give and he's that, got this doll, and everyone's like, "Don't talk about the doll." Just, you, you can know. give this really creepy, like <laughs> it could be really. Remember creepy. the movie Magic? Of course, the Anthony Hopkins movie. Yeah, yeah. you can bring that creepy. That's what I'm saying. Of the, of the, that's what. Yeah, it could honestly work, and it's like if you talk about the doll, and it, it would be like weirdly like the doll knows, like you know, if someone did something when the, the guy was out of the room with the doll, right. the guy would know. Yeah, the things like that, like that would be really fun. Uh, so I think he would be great. Uh, definitely Scarecrow. I mean, he's like so obvious. Well, that's what we were talking about. I don't about. want Joker next. I, yeah, no, I maybe, don't. I don't really want him next. Maybe Joker as a finale in this yeah. trilogy or something. But um, uh, I, I, I think I could also go for some. I don't know how much supernatural I want. Maybe just a, a just a touch of supernatural. So something like Clayface, maybe would, would maybe you can go more chameleon. Then Clayface. Maybe so, yeah. I, I, I mean, just don't want to go anybody too magical or yeah. fan, you know, fantastical. Yeah. That's why I think Scarecrow is such a good choice. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, you can almost, if you want a little bit of that, and you don't go, you know, Uma Thurman, but you can make more of, she's just 
biological chemist oh, that sure. does you could do poison, poison ivy. ivy. That's a good choice. I think she might be great, and obviously, I think they've hinted at Bane because you can. Now, Bane, I would like. Now, yeah. I want. Bane I want the this, real Bane. Bane in this world would be cool, and I think they probably would. I mean, I think they could do a pretty straight Bane, and it would fit. Yeah. In this world, I want the the. I don't want him as being Bane, but uh, oh, uh, what's his face that plays Drax? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Batista. Batista. Yeah. I want somebody like that. But He's a can, good enough actor. But can but can pull off, you know, Anthony Hopkins type dialogue. Sure. Because that, if you don't know the comic book version, that's Bane. I think I he think is, uh, Batista is, might be capable of that. He was good in um, uh, twenty forty nine. I was just going to bring that up. I know he was really good to watch in that, and I did not. Uh, this uh, again, I did not love the movie, but Army of the Dead. He did some acting in that movie. Yeah, I, I don't. I'm not saying it was mind blowing or anything, no. but like, he is capable. Yeah, I think he can act. Yeah, so maybe him as Bane would be fun. I mean, maybe is he know. the right person though? I don't know. Do we need to get? I mean, I he's supposed like to be to like see... a Mexican wrestler, right? So, like, should, yeah, should, he, yeah. should we get a Mexican actor? Well, I, I think we should. Um, I don't know. What's Ray Mysterio Jr. doing? <laughs> That'd be cool, right? There's who is the one? I don't know if he can act, but the guy that reminds me, he was like, he he does like military stuff. He's a military guy, um, but he was one of the characters in Call of Duty, the last one. He was one of the guys you can. I've seen him on several different things, hmm. but he's he's a Hispanic guy. He's huge. Okay, I don't, I don't know, know who he you're talking about. Me. I'll have to look him up. I'll yeah. maybe. That's where I think we should probably go. Is a is a legitimate you know, Bane type. You know, that would be cool. Uh, so yeah, I think those are who I would like to see the most. I mean, obviously more Penguin. Any of those little... I like the gangstery type characters and the serial killer type I characters. I too. I wouldn't mind watching him spend some time with Zaz or something like that. Now, that would be another a good brutal, one. That would fit. A brutal killer that like he's got to track this, down. Th- you know, if you have him... I could see him more being like... Um, I don't want to go... We can't do Zodiac Killer again. No, Some no, no, kind no, of no. like, you know, But almost killer. more of like, um, what was the L.A. one? The, the, the Night Stalker? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Zaz is perfect for that. Yeah. Uh, let's have that. I would, I would like more I don't of know, a Night Stalker. I don't know if it's enough for an entire movie. Like, we'd need to build more around it. Well, but, but I mean, this one did, too. I mean, it, really, this well, one yeah, did, exactly too. Well, yeah, exactly right. So. so it would be fun to see... Maybe Zaz at the, but maybe maybe Zaz is being controlled by someone else. Zaz and Raz Bane. Al Ghul or Bane. But the thing is, like Bane could do those himself. So why have but, Zaz? But do it? Bane is also a cr- criminal mastermind. You're right. He's a criminal, and he could, you know. So then at the end, you've got to fight Zaz and Bane. All right. You know what? You just sold me. <laughs> Let's go for it. That sounds good. And I mean, you literally can do Nightfall. That would be great. Sure. Which is one another one. I mean, of those we're kind of pushing to the end a little bit there, right? But. but I mean, as a third movie. Oh yeah, for sure. But I'm talking about for the sequel. Well, I would say I would say do Zaz in this sequel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And have still the underworld, but have almost like a Bane being almost like a kingpin type. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. That you really don't see him until that final yeah. part of the they trilogy. They probably have to fight. Yeah. That's and they cool. fight early, and then I mean, <laughs> yeah. But it's all part of the trope. They fight early. He breaks the bat. Bat comes back. You know, you don't have to have the pit. 
<laughs> we don't have to do but that. But I mean, anyway, because he, even in the comic books, he didn't, he didn't that. But I mean. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I think we've solved Batman. I think we did. I think that would be a good direction for them to go for the yeah. sequel. Is, is that all your grievances? That, I mean, really, that's it. Okay. You know, it was small stuff. And being, like I said, a huge Batman fan. Now, the only thing I didn't. They played a lot of, promoted a lot of this, I should say, that this was going to be a long Halloween. It wasn't quite. It starts it, that way. It wasn't anything other <clears throat> than the fact that the day starts on Halloween. And I was so hyped about that. I know. And then it quickly loses that, which, like, those are my favorite parts of the movie is, like, seeing the Halloween the early, mass yeah. and the rain and the darkness at the beginning. Yeah. And the, the music and the light. Right. And, and he comes out of the dark, and everyone. It looks like the Tim Burton. It looks like the Tim Burton movies. It feels like those a little bit. It's just grinnier and darker. Yes. I mean, uh, I love the fact that they actually filmed this in Chicago. It feels right. And that's that's you know, there's the whole. I, I love how the whole where's Gotham? Where's you know Metropolis? Yeah. Originally, Gotham was in Kane's mind Chicago. Yeah. You know. Um, you know, I know in recent times they've kind of where it would be with us is more New Jersey, yeah. To to you know Metropolis, New York, right? As far as where it's located, but in, I don't. In the universe, I think yeah. the Chicago holds that kind of the vibe is right. The vibe for that because so, all the gangsters and stuff. Yeah. And Chicago's so well known for that yeah. type of thing. Yeah, the crime. Mm-hmm. Batman needs to be in Chicago if he's gonna, if he needs it if he's needed anywhere in Chicago. Right, yeah. <laughs> that's one place. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hands down. But uh, no, and and the only other thing I was gonna say is, you know, I made a comment about Hollywood not understanding the internet, and what I meant by that was, and I know kind of moans went a direction that I really wasn't thinking about, but um, it's those kind of things, and you know, being on all our media stuff, hmm. it is not in you know one statement is not in a vacuum, and that's the one thing they played with it that this whole Riddler thing it was this little vacuum that no one else knew about I see what you mean so you think people would have caught on somebody would have caught on and, and Batman being the detective oh he's on the dark he web had it ar- he would have had it way early he's all over that dark that's web what, that's what I meant by <laughs> Hollywood not understanding the internet <clears throat> okay there's always someone out there and especially with someone like Batman and as much of a detective as he played yeah he would have had that even early he would have had that way earlier and been on his radar, so sure. I mean, that's really where I'm at. This is part of the story where you just have to go. Yeah, I guess you, you have didn't to kind of. Oh yeah. <laughs> so fair enough. Yeah. Anything? Uh, anything else? I think that's a pretty good place to no to I, shut I her mean, down. Yeah, that's kind of. We have social media. Yep. We're on Twitter at Geek Sinks Nerds Geek Sinks. Oh God, you'll find it. It's Geek Sinks. Okay. <laughs> Uh, we got a Facebook group. Join the Discord. That's where all the action is, really. Yeah. Jump in that Discord. Say hi. We're always there. Uh, and lots of previous guests are in there, too. It's right. pretty cool. You can chat with them. Oh, yeah. Um, also, I still have a fairly recent EP out. You can get it at dkreft.bandcamp.com. It's like uh, instrumental sort of goth uh, metal slash synth. It's inspired by Salem's Lot. It's so hard to describe. Uh, what else? It's just a long description. It's, it's not really right. hard to describe. It's, <laughs> it's, it's a just lot. a long description. It has many aspects. Uh, beyond that, uh, I do have another show called The Sound Idea. Which, I was going to say, and one of the men that, one of the people that are in our Discord quite often is your next guest. My next guest coming out today. 
What time is it? I mean, it's probably already out. It's already out. Uh, I had the, the lovely Umar Ditta join me. Uh, so that uh, was excellent. So yeah, uh, check that out. Um, you can also get me on Twitter at D-K-R-E-F-F-T on Twitter. Yep. And Chris is C.D. Stein 69. Yep. That it? That's it. Get the hell out of here, everyone. Well, you're, you're in, yeah. <laughs> get out of your house. <laughs> yeah, get out of my house. Yeah. I'm going to you later. <laughs> no, right? I'm telling the people who are listening to, oh, okay. to leave their okay. homes. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're get home, out there. If you're it's a home, nice day in most places. It's nice here. Yes. Depending on when you're listening to this. Exactly. <laughs> get out and go see the world. But listen to us while you're doing it. That's right. Tell your friends. Give us a rating on Spotify. That kind of jazz. We Man, love it. Man, I went right when you said tell your friends. I was like, tell all your friends about me. Tell all your friends. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. All right. See ya. See you in two weeks.